On today's episode of Relative Currency, you will not die just because you made a will. Please release the superstitions. Brother, sister, and cousin, we've been relatives for a while. We're chatting about financial things. We're doing it family style. Cryptocurrency stocks and loans. Financial literacy. It'll be that and so much more on Relative Currency. Currency, fine-tuning financial literacy for the middle class. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Relative Currency. I'm Frank, here with Trevor and Alicia, and we're excited to be with you again. Uh, we're so happy that you're on, that you're listening to the show today. If it's just your first time, welcome to the show. Welcome to Relative Currency, where we fine-tune financial literacy for the middle class. We want to encourage you to listen to the show on, on our different platforms, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, uh, tune in. Spotify, you name it, we're there. We ask you to listen there. Give us a rating. We appreciate it. Uh, we have a really, really exciting topic to get into tonight. Uh, Lisa's going to kick it off. I think you're going to get a lot out of it. I think it's something that we've all thought about. We've all played within our minds, but we haven't figured out how to maybe bring it to fruition, but it's something we all need to do. Uh, Lisa, go ahead and jump into it. Ladies and gentlemen, let's talk about estate planning. This is something that whether your finances are great or small, better or worse, we all need to do before we meet our maker. Um, essentially, we need to determine the disposition of our assets, whatever it is that we own, uh, in terms of distribution to relatives, friends, charities, organizations, before we uh, – leave this earth. Um, some, some situations are more complex. Uh, for example, I have a special needs child, so I'm going to uh, be making special provision uh, for him. Um, it depends on whether or not you have children, um, whether or not you have others like nieces or nephews, um, other relatives that you're going to leave money to, but you definitely need to have a plan in place in order to avoid um, unnecessary fees and loss of your assets to um, a very uh, difficult process known as probate. So we have all heard stories of celebrities with um, large amounts of accumulated wealth over decades who died in testate. And testate means they lacked a will. And all of their relatives and associates will come out of the woodwork and make a claim on their assets. And so this has to be settled um, and determined by a judge. And because there were no designations or provisions in a will made by um, some of these persons before they passed away, this process can become very, very lengthy and result in draining of some of the assets just in trying to determine who's entitled to what. So what does the state plan in, uh, planning entail? Typically, the most uh, obvious and first thing that we think of is a will. So you essentially need to create a document, um, preferably with legal advice of some type, 
And with this will, you need to determine and list what your assets are and then designate who will be the recipient of those assets. And this document needs to be witnessed and then it needs to be filed appropriately according to um, your jurisdiction uh, of residence. The other uh, document that more people are becoming aware of, uh, but maybe not everyone first thinks of when estate planning is mentioned, is that you need to have a power of attorney. So a will only goes into effect after a death. A power of attorney may be a provision that you make for a situation where you become incapacitated. So you basically designate someone who has legal authority to make decisions on your finances in case you are not able to. And um, you can have a ranking um, or different alternates for designees uh, for power of attorney. The other document that, again, is becoming more known but may not be uh, first what you think of when we talk about estate planning is a healthcare directive. So it's similar to a power of attorney in terms of you're giving someone authority to make decisions, but this time in a context of making medical and health decisions um, and being able to be apprised of, you know, your health status and different aspects of some uh, condition that you may have suffered or a medical catastrophe that may have uh, occurred that renders you incapable of making further determinations as to uh, what health care you would receive. So these are the top three. And then um, I am in no way qualified to speak in depth on, but you may also need some sort of a trust um, in terms of having, for example, uh, a minor children. You may make a provision in case you um, are deceased when they are still beneath the age of majority, whereby assets that you want them to have will go into a trust, you can stage it so that maybe they receive some money when they're 21, some money when they're 25, some money when they're 30, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, you can appoint a guardian in case you're, uh, you and your life partner or spouse are unfortunately both taken at the same time uh, and there's no one left uh, as an obvious choice to take care of the minor children, you need to designate uh, a guardian or a caretaker. So when you don't have these things in place and you, and you die, the problem is then that the courts have to become involved. So it doesn't matter what your intentions were and it doesn't matter what you may have verbally said this process is still going to have to be determined in the courts. I do not mean to suggest that if you have a will, there will be no experience with probate. But if you have a will and if you have all of your papers in order, when you go through probate, it will be a speedier process, it will be a cheaper process, and it will be uh, a less miserable process for anyone that you've left behind who may be grieving, and you spare those that you leave behind, um, the double tragedy of your loss, and then also having to determine the disposition of all your assets potentially in conflict with other of your survivors. 
So again, a will isn't something that you do for yourself. It's something that you do for those that you're leaving behind in hopes that you will ease the, their grief by having laid out exactly what your wishes were and help facilitate the process of those wishes being met without creating additional conflicts and uh, increased sadness over your loss at having to come into uh, disagreement over what you would have wanted. Man, yo, go back and just take notes on that because I might, I'm going to go back and listen to, to that. And I'm on the show, so you definitely should. I, I'm not even going to, I'm not, that was just a great recap. I'm not even going to recap what she said because we don't have time to, but I would say just go back and listen. Everything she said was, was on point. If you don't have those things or you haven't thought about those things and you have children or, or even if you have people that you care about, you want to leave stuff to, you need to have that stuff documented. Um, what I'm going to cover, I'm going to cover a couple of things that are, that I've actually dealt with personally that are, that are kind of estate planning that you don't think of. They're kind of non-obvious things, which is, one, you may, if you're ever in a situation where you're married to somebody and you had purchased a home before that person was in the, you know, they, they obviously your name is on the title potentially or their name's on the title and they've been living with you since you got married, but they're not on the title. Make sure you put them on the title. It may cost you a couple hundred dollars to go and change the title, but it's going to make it easier. As you mentioned, uh, Lisa, you don't want to have to deal with probate court, especially when, when you pass away. You want everything to be made as easy as possible. So part of estate planning is making sure, obviously, you have a will, um, power of attorney, um, all those things you mentioned, trust, but also making sure that where your family is living, they don't. There's no way they can lose it because while most times I would say that if you pass away and your spouse isn't on the title and you're paying the mortgage, they'll probably let you keep it. There's no need to leave it to chance. If their name is on the title, then they've got it. So you want to you know, clear up obvious, anything that can be ambiguous, you need to clean it up. The second thing is, and something that people don't want to think about is, you need to have a burial plot picked out. Like, I know this is another thing. Like, it's one thing to have a will, another thing to have all that stuff, but it's like, where are you going to be buried? You know, those are things that you need to understand to have. Um, and, and it's not great things to think about, right? Nobody wants to think about where I want to be buried, but those are things that are helpful because even if you have insurance money, um, which we're not going to get into on this necessarily, even if you have the insurance money, if you don't have a plaza picked out, there's still extra stuff they have to do. So they have to get the money and then have to figure out, okay, where are we going to bury you? Where, where are you going to, because, you know, those things need to be figured out ahead of time. Um, and then lastly, um, I think you, you mentioned this, Lisa, is, is having somebody that you want to execute your will and, and making sure they know the wishes. Because if you have a will, you have a burial, a burial plot picked out and all those things happen, but nobody knows how it's supposed to be executed, then it's pointless. Then, then there, then, then, and nobody knows where to find everything. And nobody has any idea what you want or what your wishes are or where the will is. Then you don't really have anything. You haven't, you haven't accomplished absolutely nothing. You're, I mean, because chances are, if you don't, if they can't find it, then it doesn't exist. It's just the same as you not having it if they can't find it and produce it and understand what it says. So I think that's important too. It's one thing to have all of it written down and, and have insurance and have everything, but also have a trail so that those who you wanted to be in charge, who you've designated can find out the information because again, it's going to be a very difficult time for them losing a loved one. The last thing they need to figure out is like, where is everything? And, and so those are things to, to keep in mind. Um, in addition to the things that Lisa said at the beginning, I think this is an episode that, I, I, and I don't want to sound like I'm bragging, but I will say this episode is probably one of the most, most important episodes that anybody, I don't care who you are, if you're if you're listening to this, 
if you're alive, listen to this, you need to be doing something in this. You either need to, if you've, if you've done everything, then you need to pass it to somebody else who hasn't done everything because this is that important. Like there needs to be an understanding of good stewardship. Estate planning is stewardship, right? And, and I do believe that that is one of the calls that, that God has given us is stewardship. And a lot of times people think about, oh, yeah, you know, I pay my tithes and this and that. It's like stewardship is everything you've given, how do you pass it to the next generation? How do you pass it to the next? If you have no plan to pass it to the next, if, or if the plan is flawed, or if there's holes in it, then you're not a good steward and you're, and you're, and you're missing the mark. So I want to challenge everybody listening to this to, you know, make sure that you have those things in place. And and make sure they're 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 um and I and I and I'm taking the challenge for myself because I know everything that um Lisa even mentioned I have most of this stuff but just making sure I know where it is and everything is be executed like I want to is something that um you have to have the whole plan you have to think it all out like think about Ocean's Eleven how you think we love those movies right why is it so good why does it work because they plan every detail out to the letter everybody knows exactly what everybody's supposed to do they don't leave anything to chance. And so we have to do the same thing with our lives. It's not a movie. It's not Ocean's Eleven. Probably not as cool, but it's it's just it's way more important. So I just want to um, throw that in there. And, and Treffin, I know you probably have something to add as well. No, I I don't. I, I just it sounds like good planning. Good planning is um, always important when you're talking about when you're talking about finance. I just wanted to add that you will not die just because you made a will. Please release the superstitions. And thank you, Jay, for bringing up executor, because I did not explicitly state that someone may have inferred that in what I was saying. But I did not explicitly talk about the importance of an executor. And as you said, like a a plan of making sure your executor knows who they are and knows where to find everything. Um, and if you're. um Savvy enough that you've already done all these things, make sure you keep them up to date. Have you had another child? Has there been some other change? Um, make sure that the documents are current. Yeah, amen. Amen. Um, and like I said, and, and also one of the things, last things I add is when it comes to the will, there's sometimes depending on your your county or your state, you have to find this out. There's a place where you can put these things like a register of wills, like, you know, that way it's actually on file. And then if nobody can come in and sneak a will in at the, at the last minute. So for example, we have a will on file at the register of wills in our county. And so that means that if something happens to us, then we don't have to worry about something. Somebody coming in and saying, Oh, Hey, I got a will and here's what they want. It's like, Nope, here's what is been turned in and here's what we have. But like you say, you got to keep it up to date. But I think it's important that you have those things, power of attorney, um, you know, having those things at your doctor's office, right? So that if you have an issue, they're in the right place. So understanding where to put these documents is important. It's just important as having them and then having the executor. So there's, there's some things, like I said, we're not going to cover how to do everything, but we're showing you that there is, there is a need to, to get started with these things. And like I said, I would encourage you to go back and listen to it and take notes. And then just start Googling and seeing where everything is based on where you live and how you can work it out and talk to your spouse if you have one. Or if you, you know, if your kids are old enough to be your executors, talk to them about where everything is and how everything's set up. And if the kids aren't old enough, think about a trust, think about grandparents, think about other guardians or whatever. So just plan it all out as best you can. Um, and, and, and like I said, uh, they always say what, um, pray like it depends on God, plan like it depends on you. And, and so I think that, 
Um, that's, that's, that's the adage that you probably take. Uh, like I said, I just want to thank everybody for listening. I want to thank you guys for making this show possible because if you didn't listen to it, we wouldn't do it. And we thank you for supporting us. We thank you for the ratings. We want to encourage you to continue to uh, subscribe to the podcast. If, if for other people, if you're just listening on, on a, on an app or something, you know, subscribe to it. Um, and, and we appreciate that. Share it with other people. Uh, we thank you guys. Uh, we love you and we'll see you very soon on another episode of Relative Currency. Thank you for listening to Relative Currency. Please subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and other major podcast platforms.